Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Um, so I was wondering, is there any foods that you eat abnormally? That I eat? No. You eat everything just like you take a bite. There's nothing that you like eat a very specific way or like tendencies you have with your food that are weird? Um, I mean, in general, I would say I like most of my food like separated I don't okay like okay together uh I don't think I have any weird t- I know you have weird tendencies yeah well that's why I was th- I was like do other people do these things I'm sh- I mean I don't know to your extent but like I'm sure I'm sure there are like for example How like Taryn eat only eats the inside <laughs> of her in and out burger she makes like well, she, ma- she makes like a crescent you out of it and then eats the crust and then I split the crust and I eat one long string at a time. <laughs> I will say, I understand when people look at me and go, what is that? Because 100%. it looks very strange. I like the crispy part of the bun. No, yeah. I, so like, I I'm aware of that. But yeah, I, it's just it's and not then, normal. So how do you eat a Reese's? I just eat it. There's no really method to eating no. I eat it. the outside. Then I peel the top and bottom off and I eat those. Then I roll it in a ball and then I eat that. <laughs> How old are you? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Ouch. This is why she works with children. Ouch. <laughs> Rolls her Reese's into a ball and eats it. <laughs> Let me be me. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Unsolicited Advice. Hello. That is Taryn. Yep. I am Ashley. And uh, super pumped for today's episode. This is our, is this our 51st? 
Is that what we were told? Wow. What I don't did we think, did up? we even talk about last episode being our 50th? We talked about it like, happy 50th, Taryn. You know I'm what? really happy proud 50th. of us. We've come a long way. That's intense. I can't believe we've been here for 51 episodes. That's a big yeah. deal. And we're coming up on a year. That's so crazy. Which is uh, like, it feels like we just started about the same time. Yeah. I feel like I've been doing this my whole life. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I definitely, it feels different like record days yeah definitely because we used to be like kind of nervous like getting our stories together yeah like like don't talk to me about your story like you have to do it like we were very very, like don't tell me a thing about your story and I think I was the one that was mostly like that oh my gosh chilled out a lot more yeah if her paper was laying around and I was like hey what's this she'd be like don't look at it (laughs) but it was yeah it just feels like recording days are like so chill now it's like you got your stuff together. You do. Okay, like, let's okay, go. Cool. Let's grab coffee. Yeah. We're on our it's way. It's pretty fun. Yeah, it's I been like great. It. We've grown up a lot. It's been it's been it's been so much fun. And remember when we first came in, um, like we were all nervous, and then Andrew told us that Mark never laughs. Yes. When we first met, so I was like, okay, like there's this mysterious guy who's not going to think I'm funny, which is my literal worst nightmare is for someone to be like, you're not funny. <laughs> so then we were like trying to make him laugh the whole time, and that was like literally my goal. It still is every episode. Uh huh. And now we're just like, we literally just sat in there talking with yeah. him forever. About remember when he laughed, and then we were like, ah, yeah. Remember when I was like, Ashley, is he laughing? <laughs> <laughs> So weird. It's so good. We're uh, like we've just come reminiscing. Such a long way. Um, I had we had a, we had a moment that I would like Taryn to elaborate on. Oh, uh, we were on our way here, and the car in front of me. I was like, Taryn, look, the car has. If you guys might remember this, if you're older, but it was the Wiener Schnitzel hot dog. <laughs> hanging onto the antenna and I was like Taryn do you remember in like when was it like middle school it was or high school I feel like I was early high school so you were probably like yeah like the wiener schnitzel yeah. was on a, like a lot of vans it's the, like the little he's because it was the whole like their whole promo at that time was like hit the like little wiener guy was escaping yeah so like Running there was from all being a, eaten. on the car antenna like he's like hanging on to it so I look at Taryn and I was like oh my god do you remember those and she goes yeah I got into a really weird <laughs> wiener schnitzel phase at one point I and did. I was like excuse I me what please elaborate so I wanted her to say more <laughs> Um, but I didn't want to talk about it in the car. That so, must have been yeah. one of Can those. Can you explain to me what a wiener schnitzel, weird wiener schnitzel phase is? I feel like I'm the type of person, like, I go through phases a lot through life. Like, okay. like where I'll be, like, really, in, like, I was really into wiener schnitzel and, like, ordering specific things. And then, like, once I'm invested in something, I'm, like, fully invested. So then mm. it was, like, those things were on car antennas and I was, like, yes sign me up and I was just like but then it became more than just like a thing it was like a movement I was all about it and then there's like times where I'm like and then like I'm really into Del Taco and I'll be like all about that for a while well I'm always into Del Taco but yeah I get really I feel like you should know this I'm very like I get invested fast and I'm like, let's do everything. You want me to dress up? You want me to show up like yeah, yeah every yeah. day there? Yeah, yeah, that's funny. But yeah, I definitely went, I had one of those I don't think car. I ever went through a, well, no, I went through a hard bagel phase. You were obsessed with bagels? Every morning with strawberry cream cheese. Just plain bagel? Just a strawberry plain bagel cheese. with strawberry cream Ooh. cheese. And then one day I graduated high school 
and um <laughs> i thought you were gonna say like you graduated in big <laughs> <No. laughs> and uh i started like going to starbucks before work every morning yeah. and then i found the asiago bagel with Ooh, cream that's cheese that's the cheese one yeah Ooh. i love Zang. that everything bagel but i hate what it does to your teeth <laughs> yeah you have to be careful with that. that's not a good like date food yeah yeah and then the older i got the the less i can eat bagels <laughs> You just had a bagel, though. I know. For a free meal. Guys, I had, I've been doing this where I, like, let myself have, like, a splurge meal every single week for a while now. And yesterday, I literally, like, I went, I went out, um... It was my one of my friend's birthdays. I was eating strictly only the inside of the tacos so that I could have my <laughs> splurge meal on Sunday because I wanted that whole week. All I wanted was a breakfast sandwich, like a breakfast. So I remember I w- we went out on Saturday and we had this beautiful like meal. It was all like this. It was at this Mexican restaurant called Toca Madera in Hollywood, and it was be- it was such a great restaurant. It was so good, um, but. <laughs> I was the girl that wasn't eating the tortillas. Yeah. And I was like, I don't care because I'm having my breakfast sandwich yeah. tomorrow. So me, Tara, and her brother and her sister-in-law all went to breakfast that morning. I got a breakfast sandwich mm-hmm. on like sourdough, bread, egg, bacon, cheese. Then I got a side of hash browns with ketchup. And then I got a plain bagel with cream cheese and I ate it all. Oh, she was like into it. Thrived. And the waiter... <laughs> He like walked over and was like, I have a side of hash browns. I was like, here. He was like, I have a breakfast sandwich. I was like, here. He was like, and the plain bagel. I was like, right here, my man. Like, just put it down. Not even like, she wasn't even like slightly embarrassed. It was just like no. pride. Like every item, like, she's mine, like, mine, mine, mine. Yeah. It was a great moment. But uh, that was yesterday. Today's Monday. We're bouncing back today. Yeah, bouncing back. <laughs> We're just hydrating. Bouncing back <laughs> from that water. bagel. <laughs> Anyways, so enough good. about <laughs> food. My epic cheat meal. Yeah. Um, have you been, Taryn? I've been really good. Um, I thought we we haven't really talked about um, Kobe Bryant passing. I feel no. like since it happened, um, the, the celebration of life was today. Yes, and I haven't been able to watch the whole thing just because I was like kind of like in work mode and going back and forth, and I knew like I would be really sad and I was like I need a moment like I want to be able to like sit and enjoy it yeah but I did hear parts of it and it was such a beautiful it really was like a celebration like you could like the vibe was just like everyone was so just reflective on his life and stuff and um I thought that was just like amazing yeah I love that like I love that he still has such a big impact you know what I mean yeah um I watched most of it and I just there's something about live television Mm -hmm. that is it just gives you it gives you chills it's like I mean I mean it has to do with like anything news related but like the bigger events in the news like watching it live and knowing that most of the nation is all watching this at the same time it's very like uh kind of like it was very solemn and like I was just sitting there with like a couple of friends of mine watching it and it was just kind of we just kept getting chills just knowing how many people are stopping everything to watch this right now kind of like when the when Michael Jackson had his funeral like watching that live I remember my mom like we had to have it on the tv and we were watching the whole thing and it was just one of those moments like um where you just kind of gather around and just realize that you're watching history all well, together the at the is, same time. A lot it's of so times cool. you don't know that you're a part of history. Like you can't, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, obviously in like big, 
big events, you're like, oh, this is going to like be something people remember. But mm-hmm. to just know, like you said, like this is something. Yeah. I just, I mean, I, it's funny because I think sometimes like when people who are like celebrity status pass away or something happens, like people are embarrassed to show how, how much like they're affected by these people they've never met. Mm-hmm. But I love how people were just like so raw about like how much he impacted them. I know like- it, I feel like everyone was very open about yeah, him. Yeah, it, it definitely impact. We were together in Australia when um, my phone just started blowing up. I got texts from like six people Um, Because I've always been just like a really big Lakers fan, but especially Kobe. And um, and I've told an embarrassing moment about like an encounter with him in the grocery store. But I also used to watch him just like interact as a dad at the soccer practices Mm because the kid I nannied was on the same team as his daughter. And so it's just like hearing everybody talk about what a good dad he was like. I literally probably interacted with him or watched him a couple times but I remember like seeing that like he would just like run up to them and like um I remember he put her on his shoulders and it was her birthday so he was singing like a birthday song to her and like people are like walking up and saying what's up to him and and he was still so like sweet and like would say what's up to everyone but like never taking his attention and like his affection like from her away from her that's Um, beautiful and I just like I just love that like Sometimes I feel like when people pass away and then all of a sudden everyone's like, oh, they were such an amazing person. And you're like, well, that's not how you felt like before. You know what I mean? But like with him, it's like he genuinely was like such a good dad. And so I love that everyone's been really like highlighting that about him. Mm -hmm. Not just like the change he did to like the game of basketball, but like how he was just like such a loving father. I think it's really cool. Yeah. And I thought they did a great job. Yeah. Um, so yeah yeah anywho but yeah that's like I feel like that's the thing that stood out the most about recently how about you anything uh probably my cheat meal (laughs) (laughs) you know what that was a very worthy it was a big moment moment. thank you for sharing it with us no yeah I'm glad um I just wanted to say I mentioned this to Ash in the cart I feel like I've been getting a lot of like or seeing a lot of DMs or emails of people being like hey just found your podcast and Mm -hmm. I cannot tell you how excited I get like so excited that like like new people are coming obviously our OG UA fans will forever have a place in our heart Mm. but it's just exciting to know like more people are coming and they're like I'm binging I'm I just got to the October series you know like stuff like that it's like so fun hearing that yeah speaking of series Taryn and I have been talking a lot recently about different series ideas that we would possibly want to have in like the upcoming months and I'm super excited for some of them but would also love your guys's opinions so if you guys follow us on social first of all if you don't follow us on socials just follow us just do it now yeah <laughs> Save just yourself some do time. it you now. might as well just do it now um, tell them names and then dm us and let us know um just uh, topics literally like top three topics that you would like us to discuss um so that we could like put that yeah. in the mix of series topics that we could do if you're watching us on youtube right now comment them below if you are listening to us right now like just send us an email or dm us on insta and let us know you could even tweet us go on the facebook page tell us what you want to hear we would love your opinions um just so we can like narrow it down and actually get the ball rolling and create these so yeah um we're very excited for this kind of stuff i love i love series and getting you guys involved in it so totally that's gonna be really fun something fun Um, to look forward to you know, it was exciting. What? This literally was the first time 
where you've mentioned YouTube and my stomach didn't drop because I was like, oh, shoot. Yeah, guys, Karen's I'm, really been uh, picking it up. Mark, I've, the video's already up. It was up like right after yeah, Karen. we posted. <laughs> Thank you. I just want to say I have a system now. Um, it is like a time consuming thing. And I think that's why I was always like, oh, shoot. Yeah, I'll do that later. But mm-hmm. I didn't feel guilty. I was like, yeah, they are watching us on YouTube because yeah. we on the YouTube. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we are probably going to head into our story time. Right oh, about I'm gonna now. Turn it up. Oh, us. you want to do it now? Yeah. I'm going to do it super quick. It's super short. Um, and then we can yeah get into it. Um, so this one, it's like not funny. It actually is one of my like biggest fears, but um, it's kind of like one of those things where you're like this poor girl. So this she says, my short little story from England. Hi, I'm Shannon. So basically I work in a supermarket in the clothes department and usually work alone from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. Mm-mm. I could never. Mm-mm. I could never. In like a giant store? No. I used to work at the hotel that I always tell you guys about. Oh, yeah. And there was, I would always end at 11 and someone would come in from 11 oh, to no. 7. Absolutely not. And I always looked at them and I'd always be like, what do you do? That's when the a bad hotel? people come out. <laughs> That's what my dad By used yourself. to tell me. <laughs> Mm-mm. He'd be like, you can't drive because that's when the crazy people are out. That's when all the creepy devils come out. You can't. Yep. Lock the oh, doors. You can't. Lock the doors. <laughs> you can't. Um, I did it once. Hated life. Anyways, no, continue. Absolutely not. <laughs> um, during these hours, the store is closed, so it's pure silence in my half of the store. Again, absolutely not. I'm working delivery in the warehouse cage, the place where we keep stock, and I'm pushing with freaking force two closed ra- rails down the aisle, which was a mistake. The shelves start to wobble, and I'm like, what is that? I turn around, and two, not one, but two mannequins fly towards me. <laughs> Let's just say the employees and managers in my store now send me gifts of mannequins daily. I'm naming these mannequins Tony and Jeff. They're now a part of my work routine. I, that is my nightmare. I don't understand how to... Okay. Two- so she's pu- pushing racks and it must have like caught something on a shelf or something. So she heard a noise behind her and she turned as two mannequins were like falling onto her. Got it. Okay. I would have died. I would have died. Ashley knows I'm scared of mannequins. They I'm, I feel freak like most people are. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't look at them for too long. And now there's those viral videos of like the people in those suits and then they start like walking towards people. I can't, I literally would die. I think yeah. I would fall over and die. Yeah. It's really bad. It's really bad. Imagine having two mannequins I fall towards you. I could not. In a silent warehouse store. Yeah. How is she alive? I'm, I mean. She- <laughs> okay. Ashley's speechless. They were just, I mean, she's, she's alive. We're happy for her for well, life. Okay, Shannon, I can, I am here with you and I understand <laughs> your fear um, because mannequins are freaking scary. Terrifying. Anywho. Uh, so we will take a break. Do you want to go first? Yeah. Okay. Do you want to give us your title? Yes. Uh, the title for this one is The One Where Jealousy Wins. We Were on a Break. Friends reference. Very big we Friends reference. We were on reference. a break. Also, who's excited for whatever is coming out with oh my the gosh, Friends I know. reunion thing? I hope they don't ruin it. I don't know what that means. I don't know if it, it doesn't necessarily mean a, an episode of yeah. something, but like. Someone said it, it was could a series, be. though. It like, could be. I don't series, know if it season. would be, but yeah. it could be. Interesting. Yeah, epic. Did you see how much money they're making each? It's ridiculous. Anyways. Break. (laughs) Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. All right. Again, I already left you guys with the title, but the title is once more the one where jealousy wins. We were on a break. She uh, it's a she. (laughs) I gave that away. Uh, She starts off with hi, ladies. Hello. Hi. I'm going to start off like everyone else and gush about how much I absolutely love your podcast. I just finished binging and I'm finally caught up. And I have to say, I haven't found another podcast that makes me as genuinely happy and excited as yours. Uh, Honored. You ladies have done an amazing job and have grown so much through this process. Thank you for letting us listeners slash viewers. YouTube crew. Yep. Uh, for being You're a part welcome. of that. Girl. Girl. That means so much. Thank you. That was really nice. Now into the juicy stuff. I would love to stay anonymous. <laughs> I highlighted that. <laughs> I underlined yeah. it uh, for this letter. But you can call me Rachel. In, Rach. In uh, parentheses, she puts, thought it was fitting as my title is a friend's Okay. Quote. I was just going to say this girl's obsessed yeah. with friends. And like, we okay, love her. Right. The same. Uh, she continues. I'm 24. And I like to think of myself as happy, more shy, but also a social person when the occasion arises. And I've never felt more understood Mm -hmm. by a sentence because the uh, 100% Rachel, that is me. I, I, (laughs) I am a shy person like by nature, but I do lean more towards the outgoing and there's no word, there's no category for us. We're just literally right in the middle. We're introverted extroverts. I feel like there's no like, you can't anticipate it either. Mm-mm. Like there's some situations where I'm like, oh dang, Ash, like you're super like loud and like yeah. center of attention. And there's other times where it's like something that I'm like, oh, this isn't a big deal. And you're like shut off and quiet. So yeah. it's like, that must be like weird to go it's, into things. 
for I mean, just to give Rachel or if people don't understand what Rachel meant by that to give them a little background. It's, it is, it's weird. Like you just wake up one day feeling like, bam, here we go. I am on top of the world and I want all of the attention. And there's other days where I'm like, I'm going to sit in the corner. Don't look at me. Do you know at the beginning of the day what it's going to be like? Or is it sometimes like you walk in a room and it just hits? Um, It's just like, it's a mood. I Hmm. always say moods. Maybe someone could yeah think of a better term to use it but like sometimes I walk into a room and I feel super confident and I'm just like let's go and then there's yeah. other times where I'm just like mm, no not today <laughs> nah, not today yeah 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 that's so, interesting it's interesting learning about oneself anyways I digress from me <laughs> back to Rachel she says I would be definitely classified as an introverted extrovert with a dash more on the introverted side Recently, I feel I've been struggling with a few different core aspects of my life, work and relationships, and I think these struggles coincide with each other. But today, we're just going to focus on relationships. Work struggles can wait for the next lit. <laughs> work struggles can wait for the next letter. There we go. Yeah, girl, you don't have to write us just once. Um, okay, she continues. I know that a very common topic that's been talked about in 2020 has been self-confidence and being our best individual selves. I feel, for the first time in my life, that my self-confidence is at an all-time low. I've never been one for low self-confidence slash self-esteem. I've always been complacent with who I am and where I'm at in life, but something has shifted and I'm not sure how to address. I like to think of myself as the hopeless romantic. Romantic movies, books, songs, anything Disney princess related. I like to think of myself as Princess Anna from Frozen. Yeah, Princess Anna. Oh my God. I think my brain blanked. <laughs> I was like, where's that like, from? What? Princess Anna. Princess Anna. I read it Anna. That's weird. That's probably why, because Anna. I think Anna. that threw me off. Okay. I like to think of myself as Princess Anna from Frozen. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Got I was it. like, ouch. I know. That was weird. Um, I'm currently single, and the majority of my friends are are happy and in steady relationships, and I am honestly very, very happy for them. I think everyone deserves to find love. But recently, I found myself becoming resentful of my friends that are in relationships, and this is not who I am. I hate that I'm becoming this person. Most times I hang out with my friends, and they bring their boyfriends, leaving me to be the third or fifth wheel. Mm. Relatable. Mm -hmm. I'm surrounded by my beautiful friends gushing about all the amazing things that their boyfriends do for them in parentheses, on the daily. And where this didn't used to bug me, suddenly hanging out with them and hearing these great and even not great things makes me extremely sad and jealous all at the same time. I then get angry with myself for feeling this way because my friends deserve the absolute best and these guys truly care about them and their well-being. It's exhausting feeling all of these emotions all at one time. I feel like I can't talk about this struggle that I'm having because I don't want to be that friend that comes off as desperate. I don't want to make them feel bad for being in a relationship just because I can't handle my own emotions. A little history for you on my love life. This past year, I dated a coworker on and off for six months and ended up getting my heart broken. In the end, I was, wait for it, she puts all caps, ghosted. Ugh. Ugh. Barf. Gross. Lesson number one, you can't ghost people that you work with. Yes. (laughs) Especially people you dated for six months. Um, Yeah. Wow. That was poor timing on on that person's part. Um, 
long story short, not long after he ghosted me, he became engaged to someone else. And I found out that I was actually the rebound girl. And he was seeing her while we were on a quote unquote break. And even before I met him, insert Ross and Rachel, (laughs) we were on a break joke here. Every time I see him, it breaks my heart. I'm having a really hard time moving on, even though I know it's best and that we're not together. He wasn't the one for me. I'm always having a hard time meeting people to date outside of work. I vow to never date within the workspace again yeah. unless he turns out to be Prince Charming That's a good with move. a Costco badge. <laughs> that was cute. Um, I'm sure he's out there somewhere waiting in a bookstore, and I'm sure I'll find him. But in the meantime, I would love your advice on how to rid myself of all of the anger and jealousy that has been slowly building in my heart and how to open it up for someone new when the time comes along. Thank you for reading my letter. Just getting all of these feelings onto paper makes me feel so much better already. Any advice you could give is welcome. Thanks again. You guys are honestly the best. XOXO, Rachel. I think it is so interesting how I think most of the letters that I've been reading lately, but even from the very beginning, they've all said, thank you so much. But even if you don't read this, writing it out has helped. Oh my gosh. So many. Common denominator from the very beginning of this podcast Dude, is literally mine ends with saying, that too. Yeah. Like, Hey, even if you don't read this, this was super therapeutic and helpful for me just writing it out. Which and I'm always we like, always say to write a letter. Isn't people, that interesting? It's, therapeutic. it's yeah. like, I think we know that, but I don't think we really give it enough power. Like, I don't well, think we realize how powerful it is to get your thoughts yeah. out of your head, you know? And I think too, like, I don't know about you, but like, well, I feel like everyone, when you're, when you're thinking about something, it like spirals, right? So mm-hmm. like you're thinking about a situation, but then like that feeling makes you start thinking about this and then you're thinking about that guy and this and this and this. And it becomes like overstimulating to where you're just like, oh my gosh, the situation is too big. I can't handle it. Yeah. But like if you're sitting and writing, like your hand can only go so fast and you have to make like a fluid sentence, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's like all of the noise channels into your pen and is like, which word comes clearing next. it out. Yeah. And then I think that's where sometimes like you really read it back and you're like, oh, like, yeah, that's the thing that's been bothering me. Yeah. And then it doesn't seem as big. Like when you see it on a paper and you're like, I couldn't even fit it into one page. But yeah, yeah. I spent hours talking about this. Or like, vice versa. Like you've been downplaying it in your head for so long and uh-huh. then you finally read it on paper and you're yep. like, that's a real That's a big deal. Problem. Yeah. No, yeah. it's like you never know Mm-mm. what's going to happen. And there's so many freaking exercises you can do. There's I've done one where like um you write what you think the other person is saying. So mm. like you literally write from to their yourself from their perspective. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. I've done one where like you put music on and you write with your left hand because it like your brain has to focus differently. Uh-huh. Like there's so many things that have to do with just getting a pen and like letting it out. It's you know? interesting. Yeah. I think I need to start journaling we need to again. Work on that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I really here do. thinking of all the times I could have mm-hmm. should have done something like that. Um but yeah, back to Rachel. One, I'm really glad Look that writing it out helped for you. Taryn was <laughs> literally jotting away <laughs> all these ideas so while I funny, was speaking. Because I don't even know what half of it says, but like, it's, because when you read stories, do you feel like that when I read? Sometimes I'm like, yeah. Oh, I oh. literally have felt like, a you know, in like the crime shows, the lawyers, like, while yes. one's talking, the lawyer like writes down a He's note. Jotting yeah, down. Yeah, 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 yeah. I felt like that I felt multiple too. times. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, why don't you start off since you got... Well, a couple a lot of random there. things. She said she wants to meet a guy in a bookstore and immediately, what did that... 
Did it make you think you? of anything? Yes. I was like, don't no, be the guy in the bookstore. Don't. <laughs> He's Have got you a seen the show? glass cage underneath. Badly. Be careful. Terrifying. Don't do it. Sorry, um, that was a joke. It could he could be great, but yeah, oh, he could be. So uh, that's that note. Um, <laughs> great note. <laughs> Thank Favorite you. note. Thank you. Um, she already went over the no coworkers, so I'm gonna yeah. just cross that out. It yeah. never works. Yeah, I tried. Uh, okay, sometimes it works, but I feel like it's like the summer camp thing. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking yeah. about. Like when you are in, I feel like we as people, yeah. we. When we're put in a situation where we're there all the time, it's like you have to find something to like put attraction or emotion or connection into. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times it's like you're stuck in this little aquarium tank and there's five fish in there with you. So you look at the five fish and you're like, eh, not great, but like which one am I going to do? And then all of a sudden he becomes this beautiful like beautiful creature yeah. and then you get dumped in the ocean and you're like oh like what <laughs> like it's just like summer camp like I can tell that was every such a great freaking analogy. summer camp I had a crush on someone yeah and I was in love Me and with Taryn them have had multiple conversations yes about how where when you go away on a trip with a group of people mm-hmm. it could be a group of friends um or co-worker kind of thing um or, or just like volunteering for like a day <laughs> sometimes yeah, yeah. spending just a, a longer amount of time with yes. complete strangers causes you to n- i mean just actually like get to know those people yeah for one thing yeah so you're actually like learning more about a person than you probably would have if you were like Oh, that's true. You know, in regular life. So there is a part of you that's like, oh, well, this person's actually cooler than I thought they'd be. Mm -hmm. But especially like in work situations, I think it's really tricky to trust your feelings. Yeah. Because the whole time, I and I don't mean this in a rude way, but there's there's nothing else to do. Yeah. Except talk with that person. And those those sometimes feelings come are so exciting yeah. it's like we made eye contact or like he walked by and he like bumped my chair and yeah. I, I know he did it on and purpose you know it makes work <laughs> you know? way much way oh, yeah. more fun anytime there's a forbidden thing too yeah. it's like yes please. so yeah. yeah i think i think <laughs> i'm not writing off dating co-workers no, no, no. period i know some people that but got like married. if you yeah. like the co-worker and you feel like something's there maybe take him or her out with yes. a group of friends first before committing. Yes. <laughs> you know. To put that so politely. Go back into the ocean before yeah. you commit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um I think one of the things she said, I'm glad I wrote notes because literally after that tangent we just went on, I'd yeah. be like, what are, are we, we talking about? What are yeah. we doing? What's today? I think like um she talked she said something about and you can correct me if I'm I'm right. saying this wrong. Um Something about like how she feels guilty for feeling the way she does of like being jealous or when her friends are always saying stuff. She's like, I feel bad when I feel jealous because they deserve this. And I just wanted to say like, those are two completely separate things. Mm -hmm. Like you feeling jealous or getting like negative emotions that come up when you see someone else with someone, like that's not a personal thing. You're not saying that like you don't want them to be happy. You're just acknowledging that it's bringing up a desire in you that like you don't have the means to fulfill right now. And an extremely natural desire. And that's okay. Like I think that's the thing is like we try to like be ashamed of emotions that come up instead of just like looking them head on and being like, yeah, no, I understand why I'm feeling this way. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And another thing is like this guy, it's not even the guy 
Like the guy sucks, like obviously. But every time you're feeling those things, he's the last person you had a connection with. So he's going to keep being the one that comes up and is tied to this like uneasiness you're feeling. So I wouldn't look at it as much. That was something that helped me so much in getting over my ex is when I realized like it's not him that like I'm longing for. It's like being in love and being in like a relationship mm-hmm. where you like cherish and care for someone. Yeah. So it's like once you separate that, that helps too. So I think yeah. there's a lot of separating that you need to do of like it's not personal and also like it's not the guy. Like think about the details about the guy, the facts about the guy. But it's saying like, oh, I miss that feeling of connection and that's something I want and that's okay too, you yeah. know? I'll save I'll save my other notes for later. Oh, <laughs> please continue. Um, I was just gonna say that uh, I think where you're at is extremely relatable. Um, I'm 30 and I'm single, so I cannot begin to explain how many third wheel dates I've been on oh, or so fifth wheel dates mm-hmm. I've been on. Um, because a lot of my friends are are starting to like get married and are starting to have kids, so it's like I'm hanging out with some of my girlfriends and their husbands now and yep. I'm hang and, and it, it it was like a boyfriend and then it was fiance and now it's husband and it's just like I am genuinely very happy for them. Yeah. Um I have never felt bad or angry at myself for feeling jealous of because them it makes being sense. married because yeah. That's something that I want one day. Yeah. And I know I'm going to have that one day. Yeah. Um, so I, it is normal for me to be like, God, I can't wait till we can all go out on a date with yeah. me and my husband, too. You know, <laughs> um, and there's nothing there's nothing bad about that yeah, in any no, I way. Um, I would agree. There was a lot of like awkward moments where I would just, you know, they'd all be like lovey dovey and I'd just be straight chilling. Let's see what's on Instagram. Myself. I'm like, well, let me. <laughs> Take a picture of this dove. Yeah. A dove? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Pigeon? I don't know. Like anything. Like I would immediately, I would be like, all right, I'll hop on my phone really quick. Yeah. But um, I would really try to not be angry at yourself for yeah. for simply uh, wanting to have that kind of relationship too. Yeah. And I guarantee you, I, I understand not wanting to be that person. I'm the type to not like want to talk about it either. But I guarantee you, if they're your best friends, they'll completely understand where you're coming from. If you could just be like, hey, like, listen, I love hanging out with you. And I love I love the guys like I love hanging out with them so much. They're like brothers to me. Like it means the world that you guys are so inclusive and bringing me along Mm -hmm. with everything. Um, But can we like have just a girl's day or can we like just have a moment and like really think about if we're all going to go as a group, can we bring someone for me too? Like, yeah. Even if it's a girlfriend, even if it's like a guy that you're not interested in, just like another person for yeah. you to talk to, they'll understand. No, it's so if true. If they're your best friends, then they'll be there and they'll support you and they'll probably apologize for not yeah, really thinking, thinking about, about it. that. Yeah. You know? Um, so yeah, I would just, I think what I would do is I would give your friends the benefit of the doubt and um assume that maybe they they haven't really taken the time to think about the position they're putting you in and um then also take that moment and tell them (laughs) where you're at what do we always say they don't know then they don't know exactly you have to tell people how you need to be loved like exactly that is something i feel like we're starting to get like we have like our catchphrases we always say you know Ooh, we should like should we write them. these down yeah i think we should guys write it down for us write it down i'm so lazy uh, write it down <laughs> can I don't you want... write it down for me because i don't want to write it down right now <laughs> no i think what you said is so freaking good because mm-hmm. it is like drawing those boundaries for yourself like yeah. sit and think like 
is it always like this? Like, do I need to just take a break where I'm not around all the time? Mm -hmm. Or is it like the fact that like I'm missing just that connection with my friends or that I'm not like the only one that's not in a relationship? So I think like finding that what you need is like such a good thing. Um, I totally forgot what I was where I was going. Well, you had a last note. Right. Yeah, but that, I mean, it's not as, well, I was just going to say, like, because you said something about ghosting. Oh, you can't, like, ghost someone you work can't with. can't ghost someone you work I with. I think that is, like, probably the worst is when someone ghosts you that you're like, I am in your life. Like, yeah, yeah. I, this is not an app. No. <laughs> I see you on the daily. You can't not respond. Yes. Yeah. And I think I've talked about it. Like, my worst ghosting was with, um, my one of my really good friends cousin some we had like a fling and he got weird Mm -hmm. and so stopped responding so then like I Facebook messaged him he opened it like you can see these things like opened it did not respond Instagram messaged him again saw he opened it did not respond Snapchat saw he opened it and I was trying to make a point right and then I like finally like texted him and was like bro like we're we're like friends like yeah I'm basically a part of your family. Like, you can't just decide I don't exist. Like, you don't have that right. Like, I don't even like you that much. Like, this is not a big deal. Calm down. But, like, you can't just, like, pretend, like, I'm right here. Like, hello. That's the, the, like, ghosting situation that I don't think I will ever understand. Yeah. It's, I, I mean, in my opinion, they're cowards. Oh, completely. So, you don't, you know, I wouldn't feel... No, and usually it's, it's like... It's hard because you, you might like them or yeah. you might have feelings involved. But, like, in retrospect, once you, like, separate yourself from those feelings, it's like, wow, douchebag. Yeah. Later, like, I don't want to wait around for you or till you figure out, like, how to get, you know, yeah. straight up just, like, how to be polite <laughs> And I people. Think, I think guys think that we can't handle rejection or something. Like, they're like, oh, if I tell her I'm not interested, she's going to start, like, crying and then she's just going to, like... Like be a puppy dog and follow yeah. me around, and I'm like, no, Bro, I have way too much pride for that. You You're gonna that say important. I'm not interested, and I'm gonna be like, neither was I, and I will go cry <laughs> by myself. Like <laughs> you will never hear about it. Like no, you won't see me cry. Yeah. Um, so Rachel, yeah. I would talk to your friends. I would too. I would uh, speak up for yourself. Let them know. Speak up for little Rachel inside yep. who might be hurting or might be feeling lonely. Like she needs someone to stand up for her and. Tell them that you need to be prioritized more. Yeah. Not in a, you know, focus on me, not your boyfriend's way, but just be like, hey, if we're going out, can we think of yeah, me by myself? Yeah. Can we bring someone else or can we have like just a girl's day? There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. Um, and I know you're going to find your guy someday. Yeah. And good. I mean, I'm proud of you. I'm happy that that, that idiot's out of your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gross. And I, like I said, I think I really think because she's like, how do I move on? I think that's the thing is that, is that like separation because it's not that it's not that you're not moving on. It's it's from what everything you wrote in, like you have a very present desire of wanting to be in connection and in relationship with someone. So it's not that you can't move on. That desire is just very much a part of your life, which is fine. That's nothing to be ashamed of. So just cut him out of that narrative. Like, he's not a part of that narrative. I think when you start feeling yourself thinking that way, Mm -hmm. I think what you kind of need to mentally do is, like, erase his face and just focus on those feelings. Just be like, I miss being in love. Yeah. I don't miss 
blank, whatever his name is. Yeah. I miss that relationship. Yeah. I totally. miss the feeling of falling for someone. Um, but yeah, you know, if you, if you want to go memory by memory, just start erasing like him yeah, from the so memory true. because it had, it genuinely had nothing to do with him. And if, I think if you took a moment and actually thought about the time you had together, he wasn't that great. So yeah. you don't miss him. Still, you miss the feeling. Yeah. Like I still, to this day, will think about something and have this like, oh, I miss But we dated like nine, eight, nine years ago. Like I'm totally like we are totally different people in totally different areas of life. I do not want to like be with him again, but I still will have like when those feelings come up, sometimes it's his face that's tied to it because he's the only person I've been in a like committed relationship with. Yeah. So when I'm thinking about dating or when people are talking about fun dates, well, the only thing I have to relate to that is like fun dates I've been on with him. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So it's like you just have to get comfortable with that, that it's like, oh, yeah, he's still going to come up because he's the last person like I've had those interactions with. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that there's still it's like him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's different. Yeah, it's just different. It it's just different. different. That it's is our different. advice that we have. I thought that was great advice. That. It's different. It's just different, okay? <laughs> um, thank you, Rachel, for writing in and for being vulnerable with us. Yes. Um, I know, I feel like a lot of people, guys and girls, can really relate oh, totally. to that story right there. Um, so good luck with everything. Um, and Taryn. Yeah. You have a story. Guess what? I Obviously, actually wrote down the title this time. Yeah, you did. I've been having a hard time with that. It's fine. Um, the title is A Traumatic Accident Changed the Way I Look. Ooh. Yeah. Intriguing. Yes. I love when we when we have topics we haven't talked about. Ooh. It's yeah. exciting. Pumped. So. Let's break and get into it. We will uh, be back. Takes long sip from Diet Coke. I'm waiting for Diet them to Coke, sponsor Diet Coke, please sponsor me. us. It's so dumb for them not to. She literally drinks Diet Coke. Every day. I do. If she I will could, say two big gulps. I morning I and afternoon. Big gulps. Oh, like the big yeah, yeah. Um I will say that like I have cut down. I try to only have one a day mm-hmm. if possible because so many people are like, I'm in bed, like chill gosh. <laughs> um but yeah, I'm just like again, see that's what I'm talking about with Wiener Sitzel. Like it's like a thing. Yeah. Like I love it. <laughs> I see like the logo and I'm like, oh my people. You're obsessive. I am. That's what that's I feel like that yeah. is a good way to explain. Yeah. When you like something, you love something. Oh, I love yeah. it. Yes. All right. Okay. I'm very interested in the story, so please let's get into it. Get um, going. This is from Anonymous. <laughs> Wrote that down too. Yeah. Um Hi Ashley and Taryn. I would like to remain anonymous, please. Y'all are so insightful, and I figured if anyone could help me and motivate me without making me feel down, it would be you guys. Aw. Isn't that sweet? I love that. I love that. I love that you trust us. I I hope that you know that, like, we don't take that lightly. Like, Mm -hmm. we we always try to, like, really be invested in these stories because we know these are not not just things that are, like, entertainment to us, if that makes sense, you know? Yeah, we're very aware that it's not content, that this is an actual human being writing us. And, like, the reason it does so well and people are so into it is because humans just crave feeling like they're not the only ones. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There's a realness to it. I hope you guys know that. Anyways. 
Um, I've never been the most confident person, but I knew I had a beautiful smile and I always took pride in it, as well as my ability to recognize the parts of me that were attractive, which is a very, mm-hmm. it's a gift because mm-hmm. not everyone can see themselves like that. Last year, I suffered an injury. And she puts in parentheses, that story is a tearing it up in itself, LOL. But she doesn't tell, so I'm very oh, curious. I want to Maybe know. she can give us like an update later. But I like that she doesn't put that because that's like not the focal point, you know? Mm-hmm. So she suffered an injury that caused my smile to look completely different. The healing process of only being able to eat soft foods and being constantly aware of the pain inside my mouth made me pretty depressed for a few months. I don't want to self-diagnose myself here, but um, but use depressed for lack of a better term. Eventually, the pain went away, and I was just grateful none of my teeth had fallen out, which is what I thought was going to happen when the incident occurred. Ashley's like, oh, my God, oh, I can relate. Stressful. <laughs> Do you want to tell them who Tina was in case they're just listening? Oh, I've just I've broken a tooth before and have had to have it rebuilt a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> which I think people don't understand, like, that's a like it's a painful and long process, right? Yeah, like, I mean, and I'm I'm sure mine was nothing compared to hers, but I just got my tooth knocked out. Yeah, um, in the one you know summer that I tried <laughs> sports, and um, yeah, just like the nerve was exposed, and having to get it redone, and having to Oof. like keep track of it as like my big teeth grew in and even just getting older like Mm -hmm. it's it's a lot so if you have more than one or if it was like an actual traumatic event not just a softball to the face like I couldn't imagine yeah it's a lot gosh yeah also can we just talk about like teeth pain no worst dentist teeth pain oh no absolutely not I'm currently looking for (laughs) it just got full body chills (laughs) thinking about it it makes sense though but yeah no I'm currently looking for a dentist that gives you that gas that knocks you out a little bit because yeah. I I can't. What I choose is just not to go and then I go in and they're like, hi, you have like hi, five have root canals. And I'm like, no, I'm going to choose death. Thank you. <laughs> then, so she says, uh, just to recap, so the, the pain went away. Grateful none of her teeth had fallen out. Um, then the kids I work with began pointing them out. And I just want to say that is a very hard thing about working with kids. kids are the worst. They will call you out on anything because they don't have Completely filters. Completely unfiltered. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I got a new haircut and I was all excited about it. And I went in and it was like, Miss Taryn, why you look like a boy? Or like, <laughs> you have a baby in there? Like, they don't because oh they don't God. know. So yeah. I can totally see being like, what? You know what I mean? Yeah. So innocent. But so. Um. So the kids were asking me why my teeth look funny and that sort of thing. This is when I became aware of just how different they looked. I was self-conscious of my teeth at first, but what really sent me into absolutely despising my smile was seeing candid pictures of myself smiling or catching a glimpse of my teeth in a mirror. Now, every time I laugh or smile, I can't help but think about how everyone around me can see my weird-looking teeth. I have tried to remind myself that this is what I look like now, and while I may not be used to it, my friends and family still love me and don't see me as anyone but myself. However, that doesn't stop me from feeling gross every time I look in a mirror. Oh, don't like the word gross. Um, how do I find love for my smile again? How do I embrace my situation in the best way possible? Even if this never gets read, thank you guys for being an outlet just to get this off my chest. What you do is truly inspiring and makes me feel less alone in my own personal dilemmas. Love, Anonymous. <sighs> I know. 
That breaks my heart. This is when I'm just like, I wish we could just have you guys come in here and tell us your stories. (laughs) Um, Because, like, it's just heartbreaking hearing. Honestly, the parts that always break my like situations are always like hard to hear, but it's when there's those sentences that reflect like what they're really feeling inside yeah. about themselves. That's when it it hurts the yeah, most. Yeah, and I think coming to terms with something that's changed, whether it's within you or mm-hmm. physically, like how you look, has got to be one of the hardest things. Yeah, to deal with, um, because it's 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 easy to like change how you view someone else yeah. like you know help watching someone else go through something and and not your love not wavering for them in any mm-hmm. way is like an easy thing to do but when it's directed at you I feel like everything's harder when it's directed at you no it's so true um and this is one of those things where it's like I feel like I could give advice on this but if I was in that situation I feel like I would still feel how you feel so I yeah. think it's very important that you understand that those feelings are valid and they're yeah. real and and it's normal that you're feeling them the fact that you're even struggling with this is such a real normal thing yeah to be dealing with um it sucks that the kids yeah <laughs> have to be like that but hopefully that maybe even brings like a maybe like a lighter side yeah um but i think what's and i again i feel like i have no experience or any in any way to advise on this but i feel like i would have to start looking at myself every single day and telling myself that I love my smile because yeah. I don't think this is something for me. And again, this is just what I would have to do in that situation. I don't think I'd be able to change how I think overnight. No. Oh my God. So it's this not would an have to be, yeah. and I've talked, I've said stuff like this in the past. Like, I think this is something that you would have to actively have to make yourself do every morning or or every evening or whenever you start feeling like it if you have to run into the bathroom Mm -hmm. to do it but I would start I would start with I love my eyes I love my nose I love my lips I love my smile I love my teeth I love this specific tooth like I love seeing me smile because that means joy and I and my smile means like happiness and laughter and love and and I should show it and like talking to yourself that way over a long period of time, I think is going to be extremely helpful yeah. in this situation. Um, and like just saying it out loud, I don't think you should just think that in your yeah. head, but um, f- like physically looking at yourself in the mirror and saying you were beautiful yeah. and the joy on your face right now when you smile is beautiful. Yeah. And um, it would be devastating to have to feel like you have to hide that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I can relate to a small portion of this, um, because I was very, very insecure about my teeth growing up. Um, I think I mentioned, like, I did get bullied a little bit, and that was one of the things, unfortunately, they grasped onto, because it was something that, I don't know, I was just embarrassed of, like, I had crooked teeth, we didn't like have the money for braces, you know what I mean? And it was never something I like really fought to get as a child. Um, but I remember like I I was very insecure about things and I would focus on it and and then like but people would always make comments like, Oh my gosh, you have such a good smile and I would be like, What are they they're just saying that because they feel bad for me, you know, like things like that. And then I remember um 
when I started dating my ex, he was like, I love your smile. Like, I love your crooked teeth. Like, they're so, like, it's so cute. And I remember, like, I started shifting the way I thought about it. Mm -hmm. And then that really bothered me. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, why do I have to have someone else tell me that this feature is beautiful or cute for me to for me to like change literally within like a moment of hearing like a guy I was obsessed with say like I like your crooked teeth all of those years of me like beating myself up and hiding my smile and crying when I got made fun of it was like oh no yeah like I'm gonna own this and that really bothered me yeah because it shows how much like our own, what we tell ourselves is so defined by like what other people think. Yeah. And that's been something that's been like on my heart a lot lately. And like, um, I want to speak more about that. I'm thinking about like doing something on my Instagram or something because like, I think that there is such a powerful thing that comes from like you shifting and, and being like the only opinion that matters. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just wanted to say that like I, I can relate, especially to the teeth and, and how prevalent that is. Like every smile, every time you talk, every whatever, you know, is like really hard. Um, but as far as like having a, a major change with like your appearance, especially your face, that is such a like a deep thing. And it's something that people have struggled through. Um, but I, when I was researching, I wasn't finding too many resources for what to offer. Cause like Ash said, I, I felt very like, I'm not qualified to like attack this, but I did find an article that Oprah did, which it's Oprah. So it has to mean queen everything. Um, and, and I just want to, I just want to specify this article was specifically trying to help women who have aged. So their face has changed from like what they, used to look like and how to like accept that change so I definitely like rewrote a lot of this to apply to you anonymous but I I liked some of the principles she used so um one of the things she said the first thing was um about changing your perspective so like instead of it being like an uh uh-oh moment like an uh aha moment and um saying like the first step towards making any change in perspective is acknowledging and confronting the issue so again being honest about the fact that like I'm having a hard time with this and like talking to people about it I think sometimes when you're insecure about especially like a physical attribute you don't talk to anyone about it because you don't want to draw attention to it yeah I don't know if you can relate to that no yeah um I have a very gummy smile and I hate it and I I um if I if you get me laughing like if you're funny like if you're a really funny person this is kind of like the telltale yeah (laughs) like if you are not funny, you get a very pretty smile from me. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's very even. My lips are straight. Like, it's very yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're funny. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that funny. Uh, but if you're hilarious, I cannot control yeah. my gummy smile from showing yeah. up because I'm laughing that hard. So I remember, like, I used to, like, cover my mouth when I laughed yeah. because I was just like, I mean, you saw my, enti- my skeletal, like, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so skeletal. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it was like yeah. very pink yeah, yeah, and yeah. thin teeth, you know? Yeah. Um, and I just remember, <laughs> I remember like always covering my mouth and then just like realizing I was like, you know what? If they got me to laugh like that, they deserve to they see deserve my, my gummy smile yeah. in all of its glory. Um, see, and that like for me, like when you're, when I see that smile, yeah. I'm like so excited like, because I know you're like, you're, you, you got me. Well, like, and you it's got just me like, good. you're such a, like you do, you don't have control and you just <laughs> yeah. show like all of the joy that you have. <laughs> yeah. And so I think it's like the cutest thing ever, yeah. but, um, but yeah, like anonymous this should make you feel like not like everybody has like Yeah, and I do not something. mean to compare mine no, no, to no. hers, but But it's good to like remember that like we all have stuff. Like everyone's thinking about themselves and like what they look like and oh my gosh, is this being noticed or whatever. It's almost you know what's crazy? It's almost like I feel like everyone's so focused on themselves that we don't even notice each no. other. No, and I've tried so hard to do it. So I sing, right? And I'm uh-huh so hypercritical about how I sing like if I slightly go um like sharp I'm like so upset with myself after if I like mess up on a lyric I'm so upset and so the whole time I'm singing I'm so focused on like oh my gosh everybody's noticing how bad I did like blah 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 and then I have moments where I'm like okay when I am sitting in a crowd and I'm listening to someone sing I'm not thinking like that. Like, yeah, maybe every once in a while I'll be like, ooh, like that was a weird note. But then I'm like, I'm just involved in the experience and I'm like, oh, she's killing it. And I feel happy for her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or him. So it's like we are so like it's like we wish I wish we could just switch perspectives and be Mm -hmm. like see ourselves through other people's eyes because guaranteed most of the things we're insecure about no one even notices yeah i guarantee no one notices. i'm sure most people like die when they see me laugh because yeah. i'm like crying and no, I'm, it's like the I'm cutest thing and i'm like yeah. it's just like a mess <laughs> but like it's part of me yeah. and like i guarantee you i'm i'm sh- and i know i really understand that you your face has changed but it would be so interesting to for you to be able to see yeah how probably most people aren't no focused on it in any way or that people have already moved past that and see the beauty and like and your new accepted smile. that as yeah you, that's yeah. you now you know and yeah that's that's hard yeah um so uh so she goes on you would be surprised to hear how many women are reserved in acknowledging that their looks bother them like they don't talk about it the first mm-hmm. step allows us to um our own honest feelings about our changing looks or so like the change you went through and see clearly through the thoughts or things that could cloud our vision, which I loved that, like just talking bluntly about it. Um, then she goes on, she had like a cute title about the only mask you should wear should be made of honey and yogurt, like, you know, like a face yeah. mask. Yeah, yeah. But she goes into this of like coming out of hiding from um, beliefs or actions that disconnect us from what we really feel so take off your mask let your face grow into becoming who you are masks are brittle and fake stop hiding take a look and see your own beauty and I loved that of like she's probably already developing um mechanisms like you said like you would cover your smile or like you would probably hide certain angles or not post certain pictures so like not hiding behind that and just like coming into like no like this is beautiful these are things I like love about myself and I'm not gonna try to like live a life where I'm like protecting people from seeing it because I think people are so attracted to just confidence and like people who are genuine that Mm -hmm. 
that's going to be something that attracts people to you instead of you being like not smiling or hiding behind. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, Another thing she said is talk back to that internal dialogue. So it's easy to hear your inner voice, but not easy um, when the words are like you look blank. So like the things that you tell yourself, uh, maybe it's t- time to start saying shut up to the voices that get in our way. Listen to where these voices are coming from and pay attention to that. Um, you'll be able to hear that they most often come from your past or from what others have said. Um, sometimes they resonate with the voices we hear coming from even like television or radio. So like what like what are the things you're telling yourself um, and where can you trace it back to? Because like guaranteed they're not things that are truthful and they're not things that like should you should be giving power. You know what I mean? Power to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last thing was saying goodbye is hard to do. So this one was kind of like we talk about this all the time, like where you have to kind of like let go of your idea of what you had so that you can accept what you are now. Um, So saying goodbye to like, even like what you, you maybe previously look like so that you can detach your sense of attractiveness to that and start to like narrow down your definition to make room for like a broader view of like what is beautiful. And I think it's something that like, it takes a long time, but it's something that like, needs to happen you know what I mean like you need to like be able to step back and not be like comparing yourself to like what you did look like but being like this is what I look like now these are the way my these are my teeth these are the features I have and like I need to like push past that and give myself that like love and comfort that I have um and then I would just like walk into it like tell me if somebody asks you like oh like why do your teeth look different oh, I, this happened to me. And so yeah. like, I have some changes or like start just like smiling even bigger, like at pictures, you know what I mean? Like yeah. walk into it of like today I'm making a choice to not let myself get in my own way. Like I am beautiful. Um, I have my teeth. I have my face. Like I have all of these things that a lot of people don't. And I have these things that like I can be grateful for. And mm-hmm. I refuse to let it steal my definition of like me being beautiful, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, 100%. What Taryn said was absolutely perfect. And hopefully um, that encourages you a little bit. There's two more things I would like to add. I really think um, I read this forever ago and it was about scars and um, how like they're a sign of survival. And I really think that even though um, you, you probably hate the look of this scar um it's still it's still a sign that you survived something and yeah. you're strong and you came out the other side okay yeah and um i think that's something beautiful and amazing and i mm-hmm. think if if you if people ask you about a scar or um just like something on your body it's cool to tell them the story of like yeah. how you got that scar you know yeah just like to own it and yeah. i would just be like yeah, I went through a crazy accident, but survived. And yeah. look at me now, you know, like yeah. that, you know, like I think it's these just kind of mine. like, you these know what are, I mean? Yeah. These pearly whites, these are mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm good. You know, like I think it's all, of, it's all about just telling that story and people really do connect and love. No, I totally agree. Connecting over stories. So I think yeah. that's amazing. And I think it's good because, I mean, obviously teeth, you can change them. Like you can get, they have so many things you can do now. Oh, veneers? But I think, yeah, but crazy. I think it, 
I I'm saying like that that can be something that you are you know saving up for or maybe like your goal someday. But I would not underestimate how valuable the process is of loving yourself right where you are, mm-hmm. right in the midst of what you view as a flaw. Notice how I said you view it's a flaw because I'm sure yours just like gorgeous and. Um, we didn't get a picture, which I love pictures, guys. Yeah. But um, I think like you're in a crucial point where learning to like love yourself and make your own definition of what is beautiful is so valuable. So I would definitely recommend like taking the time to like really go through this process and and try to make sure like you're forming those healthy habits and healthy thoughts. Yeah. Um, while you're in this, but also I really think if you have trouble um, getting that kind of strength or encouragement or something like that, I think it's crazy what social media is today, mm-hmm. and that you can actually pick and choose like who you follow and yeah. who you see every single day. There are so many absolutely amazing people on social media that are being vulnerable, that are posting things yeah. that maybe the rest of the world doesn't think is pretty or mm-hmm. something that they've gone through and they're telling their entire story. I follow a ton of people that inspire me every single day. And one of the girls I found on YouTube forever ago and have followed her ever since her name is Nikki Lily. And um, basically at like the age, I think of 11, eight or 11, she has, um, I forget the name of the Shoot, I don't want to like ruin it, but um, basically half of her face is falling. Like, okay. so it's very slanted. I don't know the exact name. I'm not going to try to yeah, yeah, <laughs> butcher yeah. that. Um, but she's a beauty influencer and she does makeup yeah. and she does YouTube videos on how to do makeup. Yeah. And I guarantee you, she was probably terrified going onto that platform because her face doesn't look like everybody else's. But she, and I know she doesn't feel... I'm sure she doesn't feel confident and pumped up every single day, but man, she has this amazing story and she inspires me daily. Yeah. And she's in like high school. Yeah. And, no, that's um, awesome. She's doing so much with it. And I think she's gotten to meet like a lot of people because of it. Yeah. You know, so it's that's really it. interesting. That is the thing. Like, we've got to stop giving our body parts like more credit than they deserve. Like a leg is a freaking leg and you use it to walk. Like teeth are freaking teeth and you use it to eat food. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's, there's certain things and I get why we tie it because our, um, our society is just so jacked up, but it's like every, like my, my leg and everyone else's looks different. Yeah. All of us look different. Yeah. Even all the models that we're striving to be, they all have things that are different about them. And our bodies like are gifts to us. And so it's like we've given so much power to like when I look at my leg, I don't see like, oh, I'm so glad I have this healthy leg that gets me everywhere. I see like I freaking hate those dimples. Like Mm -hmm. I hate the fact that I have that vein that's showing or like that I can't fit it into like this size or I would never wear shorts because my leg's going to jiggle like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like we we have got to stop giving so much power to these things and just create our own freaking dialogue and tell yeah. ourselves, like, we are beautiful. We have so much worth and we just need to step into it. So, girl, anonymous, I'm yeah. talking to you, but I'm talking to myself, too. Yeah. Like, we just all we need to just start a movement where we just realize, like, 
There is no definition. It's a, it's something, it's a title that we have the power to give ourselves. Yeah. So I'm saying 100%. Right now, say it with me, Anonymous. Say it with me, everyone. I am beautiful. I am beautiful. Just the way I am. Just the way I am. And that's it. I'm going to start telling myself that every single day. Every you single too. morning. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, thank you so much, Anonymous, for being vulnerable yeah, with us no, and sharing I it. I guarantee you multiple people got a lot from that. Mm-hmm. I feel inspired because of it. Um, and I can't wait to see. I think I'm excited for you to see who you inspire because of your story. Oh, my gosh. It's yeah. It's going to be incredible. Yeah. Um, well... <laughs> Those are our stories. Thank you guys so much for sending them in. Guys, if you have not written us yet, but you have had this gut feeling that's been telling you, hey, you should write in about this story or you should write in about that relationship or you have this problem going on. Maybe they could help you with that. Guys, we can't help you if you don't tell us about it. So please send us an email at what's the email called again? Advice unsolicited pod at gmail.com. And if it's hard for you to write in, don't think about yourself. Think about the people that you could potentially help mm-hmm. because I'm telling you, our emails are flooded with, I know this situation wasn't about me. This wasn't my story, but you guys helped me so much or that person helped me so much and inspired me. Mm-hmm. So really, we're about a big movement. Yeah. Um, Helping each other. Yes. So follow us on our socials. Get excited for our upcoming episodes. We have an exciting guest coming next hey, yo. month. Also, don't forget to leave series requests. Topic requests. Oh, oh, oh. See, I heard Siri, like the phone Siri, so I got confused. Got it. There are. Um, Yeah. yeah, If you guys want us to have themed episodes and stuff, let us know what's interesting. Please. And that's about all we have for you. We love you guys so much. Bye. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. 
Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.